Hey, everybody. My name is Rob Shear, and I'm the founder of a national nonprofit called Comfort Cases. I'm also an advocate for children in our foster care system, a public speaker, an author of a book, A Forever Family. But most importantly, I am the father of four amazing children. Hi, I'm Dana McKay, and I saw Rob on The Ellen Show, and when I realized his organization was based right here where I live, I knew I had to get involved. I'm also a social media consultant, a radio host, a podcast producer, and a mother of two children. See, our country's foster care system is shattered, and this podcast is about how we as a community can come together to bring about change, changing the system, and changing the lives of children in care. Welcome to the Fostering Change Podcast. Today we are talking to Carrie Richmond, and Carrie was actually on the podcast with us, episode 40. She told her story, but today we're talking about the organization she founded called Foster Strong, which was set up to help former youth who were in foster care really work to inspire and end the stigma about children in foster care. So Carrie, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Glad to be back. So, Carrie, I was so excited when I got the invitation for the launch of Foster Strong. And um, I was one of the people that actually logged on to Facebook Live and saw you and your team. And 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 to hear the excitement of you being the, the executive director, um, I'm just I'm thrilled to death. So I can't wait for you to tell our listeners all about it and how they can be a part of this amazing, amazing movement. Well, very excited to have your support, um, and I'm really excited for everyone to continue to meet our team. It was great to have everyone join at our launch event and to be able to show the diverse faces and team that makes up Foster Strong. I can't wait. I'm, I mean, thank you, thank you, thank you for setting up interviews with all of our teams so that people can hear their stories. I think that will be amazing. But really, what we're trying to do is empower current and former foster youth um, to reclaim their narratives by, by sharing our honest, raw journeys of what it looks like being in foster care, being on the other side of it, and coming from this place of experiencing trauma in our childhood and growing up, but now being at a place that is triumphant um, and being at a place where we can speak with strength about our experiences and we can look at how our experiences have shaped us into the human beings that we are today. Um, so it is really all about resilience and, and inspiring and looking at the positive side of things, but also being real about the hard you know, one of the things that I noticed um, with the team that you guys have have collected, and by the way, the team is from all over the country, which I love that, um, and they all seem to have different stories. But one one thing that I that I I I've always felt, and and this is just my own personal opinion, is that kids who are aging out of the foster care system truly don't have really good role models because everybody is in has the shame to talk about, oh, I was a kid who aged out. But then I see these successful humans who are talking about it. And I think that it's going to put such a change on the table when it comes to kids who are aging out to have other youths that they can look up to, young people they can look up to, even old people like me, who they can look up to and say, listen, I don't have to be embarrassed about the stigma of being in foster care because I can achieve. Oh, 100%. You just hit the nail on the head. And that is the that is the big piece of the value in storytelling 
is that you're offering a space for others to connect with some similar thing that you may have experienced or similar feelings that you've had. I think when I think about Foster Sean, a big hope for me is that somebody who's currently in the system will hear from someone on our team, relate to them, and maybe if they're having a hard moment, they're struggling, they're not sure how they're going to move forward, um, that they have someone to look to who's done it, who made it through, who might offer some advice of how um, you can overcome those sorts of things. And how how are you going to reach those people and also reach the public through social media, through a website? How are you going to have people share their stories so that they have the maximum amount of reach? We'll have several different platforms. We have launched our podcast, Foster Strong, and are on all of your usual uh, platforms, Apple, All Music, iHeart, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, but we'll also be doing a video component, which we have videos of our team up right now on our website at urfosterstrong.org. So we'll be continuing to roll out this component of storytelling through videos and then spreading both our podcasts and these videos through social media platforms. Um, so how we're, how we're sort of looking at it is that we want to, as we're on this mission to rebrand foster care, and I guess how you could look at foster strong is that we're sort of a PR agency right now. Um, for foster care and that we, we are sick of the stigma and shame and the negativity and only focusing on trauma, that we want to flip the script and we want to hear and spread more stories of strength and and being, um, you know, embracing the resilience that came from you being in foster care and being able to have a conversation about it without feeling embarrassed um, and to be able to spread just what Rob said, the success and so that it can be inspiring Okay. You know, I, I love that idea. I, um, and again, I would, we're friends, so I, I think we're able to always talk openly. Um, I love the diversity of the team that I see. I truly would like to see some, you know, I, I get a lot of people who reach out to me that are in their 40s and their early 50s, and they're just trying to come to grisp, grips, grasp with the, the trauma they have as being kids who are in the system. And um, where, where do you see that you think that this is only going to be a young um, type of organization or do you think you're going to do some mixtures in there because I think we so many of us older people again I'm one of the older ones we have so much trauma that we're just now working through because there wasn't an open dialogue which is what you're bringing to the table yeah that is um I love that point that's such a great point that sometimes there are people who didn't feel like they had the spaces and ability to to speak openly about these things and I think that we are open to any and all age groups the, the group that came together, we are pretty diverse in our ages. But I don't think we have reached maybe over 40 yet, but that is definitely something that um, if, if someone approached us and wanted to be a part of this, we're not going to turn them down. The more voices, the better. The more experiences, the better, um, especially in this space where, you know, everyone has a different value that they can offer. Everyone has different stories, even though we're cut from the same thread of coming from foster care. You, your experience and how you got through may be very different from mine and how I got through. And so I think that that adding the different voices adds more value. Yeah, I, 
And like I said, I I say this quite often, you know, the only way we make change is by telling our story. Um, and, you know, I love the fact that, you know, how this all came about. So, so, so Dana can hear and all of our listeners, um, this is when I heard this, and by the way, I heard this for the first time in the, in the Facebook um, launch um, of how this had come about because I was actually at the premiere with you um, for the, uh, the movie that Sean had done, which was phenomenal. Um, and so was that your first time meeting him? Yeah, it was. And it was funny. He had, I had just known from social media that he had been wearing these Foster Love shirts to every premiere. And so I was waiting in the long line after premiere at the Air and Space Museum and I saw him come in and sure enough he was wearing a Foster Love shirt. So I just I went up and introduced myself and we had a really good conversation about some of the same things that you and I are talking about uh, on the stigma and the shame that comes with being in foster care. And he was hearing these stories across the country. And so the the conversation started to continue and, and evolve into you know, him and Allison would be on set talking about this too. How do we how do we approach this um, and make a difference in the way that people frame foster care and that it some often is framed out in this way that is scary and um, you know just only focusing on the trauma pieces of it. And so slowly, he you know met more and more people that then came together to form this. And it's now been, that was almost, what, two years ago that we we went to that premiere. So who is Um, Sean and what movie are you talking about? Because I don't think we've gone there yet. Yeah. (laughs) I know you guys know who you're talking about, but we don't. (laughs) No, thank you, Dana. Thank you, Dana. Sean Anders is the writer and director of the movie Instant Family, which is um, a story about a family who fosters to adopt. It is um, sort of similar to Sean's story. Sean and his wife, Beth, get foster to adopt and have three beautiful children. And so that was really his first experience with the foster care system. And and um, and it lit a fire in him to do more. Okay. So I will tell you that movie. Um, so... Carrie and I were fortunate enough. We were invited to the premiere. We were at the Air and Space Museum. And I didn't know Carrie was going to be there. And Carrie didn't know I was going to be there. But it was awesome that we got to run into each other and got to hang out. But um, I went into that movie um, kind of worried because I kept trying to figure out how in the hell can we have a movie with comedy? I mean, you have Mark Wahlberg in it. And um, and so I went in the movie thinking, you know, I'm, I'm a little worried about this, but I, t- I tell you, I left that movie feeling so good. Um, but I will tell you the, the best part about it. And I remember raising my hand and, and Sean, picked me to stand up and I looked at him and I said, you know, thank you. Um, thank you for really, truly showing what it's like when a child enters a home. And when that girl walked in and threw her trash bag on that bed, you know me, I'm the trash bag guy. I was like, this is unbelievable. So to have somebody like him backing this up. Um, so tell us a little bit about the podcast. So, and I remember your comments at that at that screening and that premiere. Um, and it is so true. I think they did. And and one of the really special pieces is that I think it it was so accurately portrayed on the movie because he was speaking with people like Parade, who's on our team, who has that lived experience in the system. And so 
having people like her who could advise and say, here's a little detail, something that, you know, I experienced as I was moving from home to home, um, really just amplified the message and the way that, that everything came across in the movie. Um, so to answer the question on the podcast, so what you can expect is that we have 10 team members, all with lived experience in foster care from across the country. We have West Coast, we have people down in Texas, Florida, East Coast, who will slowly over the next few months be telling our stories um, and sharing about our experiences in foster care, where we are at today, how our experiences have led us to whatever moments that we're at. Some of our team members have launched their own companies. Some of our team members are graduating from college this year. And some of our team members are, you know, doing all of their different things with their families. And so there's a lot of different aspects to our team. Um, and, and once the audience gets a chance to meet our team, we want to start bringing on others who have experienced foster care who want to share about their own journeys of coming from trauma to trauma. Um, so it will be multifaceted, and we're excited to, to introduce the audience to our team and for um, the audience to hear more from people like you, Rob, across the country who are now doing amazing things. And to me, those stories need to be amplified so that we can encourage and inspire those who are currently in the system or who have experienced foster care that there's nothing to be ashamed about from your story. You I love did it. nothing wrong, so it's not your fault. I absolutely love it. You know, everybody, again, you can go to URFosterStrong.org, um, you know, and get to meet the, the team members. I, 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 it's just, like I said, I, someone have asked me 10 years ago, um, where we be at a stage in within our country where we're actually celebrating and talking about foster care the way we are, I would have said no. And I love this. You know, how are ways that that, that our listeners can support your organization? So one way that you can support is by going to Patreon and subscribing to Foster Strong and becoming a follower and fan through that platform. We have Foster Strong merchandise up on our website and, and merchandise that is unbelievably resilient. Uh, you are. You can follow our social media accounts. We're at you are Foster Strong on Facebook or on Instagram. And then we have a Facebook page that's Foster Strong. Um, and just continue to reach out and let us know how you want to partner. Let us know what you want to hear on the podcast, what's on your heart, um, because this is really all about the, the youth and, and alumni who have experienced foster care and amplifying those voices. So we always want to be open to feedback and partnering in new and creative ways. Well, I will tell you, I am going to be going on the website. I actually have it pulled up right now, and I will be ordering my merchandise. And um, I, when I get that, I will do some social media um, posts. We'll do some TikTok videos. Um, you know, we have a huge TikTok. Yeah, follow. you should get on TikTok. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, there is. We got on TikTok, and we got 50, over fifty thousand followers in a matter of like two weeks. And there's wow. a really big. There's a really big community of foster parents and of um, kids who are still in, in foster care because TikTok is for a lot for young people, I guess. Um, you know, I'm like the old lady who, who just <laughs> discovered it recently. But um, there's
there's a, a, a young community on there and there are a lot of uh, people who were in foster care who are on there too. So we've done really well on TikTok. So you guys should get Kara, on there you definitely too. should do it. Yeah. You should definitely get foster That's strong. Amazing. Yeah. yeah get, you definitely, you will, yeah, fi- you yeah. will find people to tell their stories on there. You will find supporters like crazy. on. You there. know what we should do? We should do like, we should figure out something that, you know, we all put our foster strong merchandise on and like, maybe we could like split up like a little video. Yeah, we can um, definitely do that. There's so many yeah. things you can do with TikTok. So once you oh get my on God. there. See, I love this. Yeah. I love yeah. this. I love this, like already brainstorming in a creative way to partner and, to, you know, get the message out there. So I need to follow you guys on TikTok. I didn't even realize you had a TikTok. But yes, we I'm, do. I'm still learning the ropes. So am I. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's definitely different, but it's so much easier to get followers. Like we've been on Instagram since what, 2013 or 2014, and we're still like creeping up towards 5,000 followers. But we got on TikTok and it was like, bam, 20,000 within a day. I was was texting Rob like, oh my gosh, look at how many followers. Yeah, I mean, we have one video that how many, how many? I I don't, I haven't looked at it. It was up to almost a million the last time I checked. So it could be over a million views. But, I mean, the TikTok algorithm, I think, definitely favors people who first get on there. They show you a lot of love. And then our last couple of videos have, like, 10,000. But um, but there's definitely a big um, a big audience of people who support what we're doing. And I'm sure they'll support what you are doing on TikTok. So. Yeah, and we're definitely – I love I, – I say this all the time. It's all about – nonprofits collaborating which make us stronger um and so you better believe it i'm gonna be ordering my merchandise and you know and to all of our listeners you know first of all carrie again i say this all the time i'm so lucky to call you my friend and you know we're going to be doing this segment where we will be having people from your team um on to tell their story and i'm so excited that one we got to hear your story just recently but now to have you on for the launching of foster strong listen you can listen to all of our um podcast on all the yes we are on all the same ones that foster strong is on um we are on apple Podcasts, (laughs) google podcast spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, deezer tune in i think i think that's all of them yeah um and then you can always just go to comfortcases.org slash podcast and all the episodes are there with uh pictures and all the links to um all the things that we talked about will all be there at comfortcases.org slash podcast under this episode so listen, I, one thing I would like everybody to do, all of our listeners, please go to you know their website. Please make sure that you go to youarefosterstrong.org. Um, meet the team. You'll see their pictures there. Follow us because we are going to be having every single one of them on our podcast. But do me a big favor. Go and listen to their podcast. You know, they had their first, you had your first episode, I think, was it last Friday? Yep, and we're launching another tomorrow. Yep, your first episode last Friday. And so, you know, subscribe, listen to their podcast. Um, these are amazing people doing amazing things, and we just all need to keep telling our stories. So, Carrie, I cannot thank you enough. I'm so, so excited to have your team and, and talk to each and every one of them. And I'm excited for us to get together and, and collaborate and feel and really realize how can we push this message even further out? Because I really think there's an opportunity there and then last i can't wait for us to do our tiktok video together 
<laughs> Can't wait either. Thank you, Rob and Dana. Um, yes. And looking forward to collaborating, partnering in the future. You guys are the best. I'm oh. really grateful for you. Absolutely. Oh. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank Carrie. you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Dana and I would like to thank all of you for listening to the Fostering Change podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Make sure you follow Comfort Cases on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Comfort Cases. And check out the Fostering Change blog at ComfortCases.org. So everybody, we want to hear your stories. So reach out to us if you would like to be a guest on the podcast. You can find me on Facebook at Rob Shear, Instagram at Rob underscore Shear, and on Twitter at Rob Shear 6. And please share this podcast and leave us a review. Remember, we're all part of the same community. Your zip code, it's not your community, but it's our human race. Let's all make a difference.